When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Spirit of 67, our weekly Queen's Park Rangers podcast. My name's Robert Warlow, I'm joined here today by our QPR club writer, Phil Spencer. Hello Rob. Hello. And also our Fulham club writer for Get West London, Ryan O'Donovan. Hello. Hello. So Phil, um, it's been a couple of weeks since we last did a podcast. Um, mm. There's been a few games in that period, over the busy festive period. Yeah, that's why there hasn't been one, because I've been on the trains <laughs> here, there and everywhere over <laughs> Christmas. Uh. Um, Should we start with the, the last one, the, yeah. uh, the, the FA Cup and the, the traditional third round exit for uh, QPR? <laughs> it's, um, yes, but it's becoming that way, isn't it? It's, um, yeah, it's... Um, yeah, but much was made of the uh, the FA Cup record before we got into the weekend, and uh, someone who's fairly fresh to the uh, to the QPR beat was like, "Ah, it can't be that bad. I'm sure they'll I'm sure they'll knock it out of the park this time and put the uh, put the record to bed." But uh, apparently not. No, it seems to it seems to still be there in force that uh, that torrid FA Cup record, and yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't any better on Saturday. Um, everyone was kind of expecting Ian Holloway to put out a, a weakened team. Um, thinking, oh well, if we're going to go out, at least we're going to be giving some of the youngsters a chance. But um, he, he put out what was pretty much his strongest team available. The the only person that um, that was missing from that eleven was Massimo Luongo, who we rested because he's um, he's been a virtual ever present for QPR. He's been off travelling the world with Australia in qualifiers over the last couple of months, and I think he saw it as um, an ideal chance to uh, to give him a break. Um, but yeah, it just um, it just didn't happen for them at all. Um, I think it was it was very much a game that just kind of summed up QPR season. To be honest, um, they did have they had the better of the play. They created quite a lot of chances, but it's just that that end product. There's just no one in the penalty area whatsoever who who can put the ball away. It's um, the way they were passing the ball around in midfield, um, looking looking fairly dangerous. But um, yeah, by the time to, to get it into the uh, to get it into the box and to get it into the attacking line. Uh, they resorted to uh, old tactics and going slightly route one and towards Matt Smith. It's um, it's, it's difficult because when you are playing Matt Smith, um, you do have to play to his strengths, which is obviously uh, putting the ball in the air for him to hopefully nod it in. But it's just um, it's just so easy to defend against, and I think that's what um, what they found on on Saturday. I think MK Dons they they handled it really well, to be honest. Um, they were able to mark um, Matt Smith out of the game. Uh, they had Paul uh, Paul Smith, who was playing up alongside him, the uh, the young lad from Northern Ireland, and um, he was he came into the game high on confidence after um, getting the other winning goal against Cardiff on the Monday just previous. Uh, but he had quite a quiet game as well, which is understandable. He's, he's a young lad, new to a professional football, so no one was really expecting um, a great deal from him. But yeah, it was just um, it was just a game where it just didn't quite happen for them. It was um, it was all too familiar. A lot of the play was going through Luke Freeman, who looked dangerous. 
Um, but yeah, it was just it was it was far too easy for uh, for MK Dons to uh, to keep them out. And then uh, yeah, a shocking mistake by uh, by Josh Scowen. Uh, so MK Dons up for their goal. It was the ball was the ball was going out of play. Um, he obviously didn't get the shout from uh, one of his teammates, and he, he looked to pass it back to the keeper under pressure. Stumbled and just laid it into the path of the uh, the striker who uh, went forward and uh, bent it around Alex Smithy. So uh, yeah, it was it was a disappointing disappointing game, disappointing result against a team who frankly weren't weren't that great. They're struggling in League One, and certainly was the strongest team. Our QPR should have been looking to uh, progress into the fourth round. Did you get the feeling as the game was going on it was just going to be one of those days? Yeah, you did. It was, um, yeah, they, they, they were dominating and they, they were creating chances. So um, I think from that point of view, it was it was encouraging. It wasn't the kind of game where you're like, oh, QPR uh, out of this. But it was it was just like banging your head against a brick wall. They uh, they hit the woodwork. And the goalkeeper was making numerous saves. Um, it, it just it just wasn't happening for them. Um, even even when they made a couple of changes in the second half, they uh, they changed the system around a little bit. Um, and yeah, it just it just wasn't happening for them, to be frank. And it was it was a disappointing day at the office, and um, yeah, particularly so with the uh, with the quality of player that was out on the pitch as well. I suppose does that does it make it all the more disappointing, given where they are in the league, that you know the cup run might might have been a nice not distraction, but you know a, a bit of respite from the sort of not the monotony, I suppose, of the league. But with where they are in mid table, they're not really looking like. They're going to be pushing for the playoffs, and you'd like to think they're going to be away from from trouble as well. Yeah, I mean, you, you look at the league table, and um, it hasn't been hasn't been any great shakes for QPR this season. They're certainly not going to be uh, challenging for the top half, but I don't think they're going to be embroiled in a in a relegation battle. They seem to be able to uh, to pull out a victory when when they need to to kind of keep them one step ahead of the other relegation zone, which is going to be crucial. I just I think it was the kind of game where. He maybe needed to make some changes. It didn't have to be a case of making 11 changes, changing the whole team from 1 to 11. But he, he picked basically, it was the same 13, 14 players who played all of the games over the Christmas period. So uh, so fatigue was probably going to be kicking in. But even if he made four or five changes for that game just to freshen it up, he's got squad players who are, in my opinion, more than capable of competing against a side like MK Dons and uh, maybe by freshening things up, it, they might have had uh, a few more ideas to um, to get that victory against um, against the Dons in the FA Cup. I suppose uh, Ian Holloway afterwards was, was saying you sort of can't legislate for individual errors, could he, like like that, and obviously with Josh going, I mean, it, it, it is one of those things, that do, these things do happen in football, but I suppose you've got to try and cut those out if you're going to win games. I think he, he was more annoyed at the... Um, he, he called it more of a team error. He wasn't. He wasn't too annoyed at Josh Scowen for uh, for giving the ball away. He was. He was annoyed at the rest of the team for not, like, making him aware of what situation he was in. Um, yeah, Josh Scowen was. He was running towards the um, running towards the flank, like running kind of out of place. We couldn't see what was behind him, and he obviously thought that he was under a lot more pressure than what he actually was. Um, if he'd had the shout, he maybe would have been able to uh, to take a touch on the ball, turn around, and then and then move it forward. But he, that didn't come. Um, obviously, it was Josh Scowen who um, ended up with egg on his face. But yeah, it was it was the rest of the team that Ian Holloway was unhappy with for not making him aware of that situation, and ultimately that proved costly. And that obviously means that they now have only the league to focus on for for the rest of the season. Is that a good or a bad thing in your view? Um, I mean, I, I personally, I, I think that an FA Cup run is a positive for any team. I think especially for. For a team like QPR, like I said, I, I don't think they're going to be embroiled in a, in a proper relegation battle. I think that they will be fine uh, by the end of the season. It might not be, 
might be a high mid-table finish. It might, might finish roughly where they are at the moment, but I don't think they're going to get dragged down into that battle. And so I think if they, if they could have put together a couple of, uh, a couple of results... Um, in the FA Cup, just to kind of build that confidence, um, even if it was giving some of the, the the youngsters a bit of a chance to uh, to impress as well, I think that could have only done positives for them. But unfortunately, it, it wasn't to be, and uh, yeah, it's just going to be a case of um, making sure that they uh, they pick up the results in the Championship as soon as possible to uh, to get to that um, much-awaited uh, safety point. Hmm. Right, I mean, you surprised at the, how strong Ian Holloway went with his team. Um. Yeah, I was a bit, I was a bit surprised with it. You know, as Phil said, they've got squad players in there that, you know, we haven't really seen anything of in terms of game time for under twenty threes or senior teams. So you're looking at it, it's not a very big squad. He has complained in the past about the size of his squad and stuff like that. So going having MK Dons at home in, in the FA Cup third round, you know, you would think there's going to be a few changes. And, and now that he's played the same side pretty much the whole festive period and he's gone out of the FA Cup with it, it, it doesn't look great on him. It doesn't look too great on the side either. You know, Phil mentioned fatigue. Fatigue's going to be massive, especially in a, in a side like that. You know, he wants his teams to work hard. It involves a lot of running in that midfield. And, you know, sooner or later the players are going to burn out. And, it, you know, perhaps they've already done so, you know, losing 1-0 at home to MK Dons. You know, MK Dons aren't a particularly good side. It's near, near full strength side. There has to be a reason for for why they've lost that. You know, you, you place the blame of you know fatigue mm-hmm. is the blame type thing. Mm-hmm. What, what do you make of this record of, of QPRs in the cup? I mean, it, it's incredible, really, isn't it? The, the, how often they've gone out to a team from a lower league, or you know, particularly at home as well. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. It's, it's one of those that only football could give you a record like this. You know, you don't get it in any other any other sport or any, any other thing like that it's only football where you could get a, a team not having won an, a first, an FA Cup third round title first time of asking for God knows how long so yeah it, it's it's crazy you know people say oh we don't believe in superstition like I'm sure if you asked any of the players they would have said oh it doesn't matter to us you know it, it means nothing but you know it's got to be in the back of their heads that they've come out again in the FA Cup third round you know, it's got to be in the back of fans' minds and stuff like that. That hang on a minute, something must be amiss here. You know, there must be a psychological thing here, and why we aren't going through at this stage in the competition. This is the second sort of record I think we've spoken about. I remember the Nottingham Forest one. No, it's none of them are good records. No, they're not, are they? Uh, <laughs> and then obviously, Queensborough Rangers got to wait now till next year to try and snap both of them. But mm-hmm. yeah, do you think it's an odd one, Phil? Um. It is a little bit of a strange one. It's um, I, I don't think it's something that will play on anyone's minds too much. I think it, it's something that bothers the fans. I think it's something which no one wants a record like that. And to be honest, all the fans would want is for the team to to take the cup seriously. But that's that's what they've done this season, and it hasn't changed anything. They, they, they'd have wanted Ian Holloway to put out his strongest team to uh, to hopefully try and get that victory against them and progress. And he did that, and it, it didn't work. So it's just kind of. It's, it's just a little bit of a head scratcher, really. Um, no one really knows where to turn. I mean, no one's no one's going to think about it again until next year. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just another year that that record's going to go on. And um, yeah, it's just it's just one of these. Um, it's just like a niche that just needs scratching. It doesn't it doesn't really matter. No one's no one's really um, going to be um, lose it losing any any sleep over over the FA Cup record. But it's just it's just something that they don't want to uh, to have on them. Do you think though, that they? Yeah, the, the fans obviously, like you say, want want a cut run. Um, do you think that they'll be disappointed given the the way they had performed and the results they've got over Christmas? 
Um, you know, they picked up a few draws and, and a good win against Cardiff. I mean, they probably would have been going into this game thinking, yeah, but this is our this is our year to turn this around. Yeah, I think I think especially against a team like um, against a team like MK Dons, it wasn't with the, with the greatest of respect. It was a game that they should have won. It was um, QPR have been um, absolutely fine to be honest in the championship they haven't they haven't been anything spectacular but coming up against a team like MK Dons who've been struggling in League One especially when um, when they've put out their, their strongest team it should have it really should have been a comfortable victory I'd, I'd have probably predicted like a, a 2-0 before it just like quite uh, getting their job done progress on to the next round um, as the cup draws come out they would have been drawn at home against Coventry who are another League One team who arguably QPR should beat on their day and so ultimately if, if you're going on that basis they could have been in the fifth round a um, couple of victories still in the cup that would have taken you into uh, the end of February and that could have had a massive effect in terms of confidence on the team uh, but but not to be unfortunately On the flip side do you think it was perhaps the, the worst possible draw to have a team like MK Nons at home because as you say QPR would have gone into it as the favourites It was it was just um, it was just a little bit of a strange one when, when the draw came out it was um, everyone's kind of looking out for Everyone's got their idea of what what team they want to get drawn against. They either want um, a nice easy game at home. They want to play a, a conference team or a League Two team, one that is like a, almost like a banker that they're mm. going to get a win against. If not that, they want a, a decent away draw. They want to play away against a Man United or a, or a Liverpool, someone like mm. that, someone where it's like a bit of a, a big day out. But playing against the League One team like MK Dons, who they played in the Championship last year, it was just it was almost just met with a, a bit of a shrug. No one really had any interest in it no one was like oh it's going to be a, a good game hopefully this will be a, a, a decent time for uh, for QPI it was just one which no one really had any any reaction to and to be honest that, it was probably reflected in the uh, the attendance because I think it was just over 6,000 was there like, I think one and a half thousand of which was, was MK Dons and so it was reflected in the, uh, in the amount of people that turned up I suppose that's probably no big surprise given how the cup has been sort of seen by, by fans and by clubs you know, in, in recent years mm-hmm. no I think it was um, I, I think attendances in the FA Cup have been have been dwindling anyway uh, particularly um, with QPR and their record in the Cup you can't really blame um, you can't really blame fans for, for not turning up and there's a lot of debate to be had about it about whether clubs should be charging separately for the FA Cup games or whether they should be getting included in the price of season tickets things like that just to encourage people to uh, to go back to them but um, it, it wasn't uh it wasn't a great surprise that, um, that there wasn't that many people there because I think football football takes up quite a lot of uh, people's time. So it's a Saturday afternoon, and if they're not confident that your team's gonna get a victory, it's it's a, it's a case of they, they might have decided that they're gonna take a weekend off from the game. So now they uh, they do turn their focus back to the league then in uh, Burton this weekend. So uh, a game that they hopefully would would look to try and bounce back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's um, it, it's a game that. QPR, they, they they need to get a win in really. So Burton are in the relegation zone. I think they're, they're joint on points with with Hull at the moment. QPR are six points ahead of them, um, so they're not really in that battle. But it's just the kind of game where if Burton were to get a victory, it just kind of drags QPR back into it once again. If uh, if QPR can get a victory, they'd then be nine points clear of the relegation zone, and you'd, you'd say that they're not going to be in any real danger. Um, obviously, before Christmas, they put that away record to bed with the other victory against Birmingham so that's kind of off their off their shoulders now so hopefully they'll be going up there with a little bit of confidence and hopefully they can they can get the victory Ryan talking about that that Birmingham game you were there that day weren't you to see QPR um, put that away record to bed so 
do, do you think that they can go and get a result against Burton? Um, yeah, they can do, but Burton's not an easy place to go. You know, it's a it's a very strange stadium in that it's one that you'd expect perhaps in lower reaches of League Two Conference. So, so for it to be hosting a Championship game is is very strange. You know, Fulham. I went there with Fulham in earlier on in the season. They lost there. You know, teams have been gone there and lost. So it's it's a strange one. The Pirelli. You know, it's the fans are very close to the game, like they are at Loftus Road, but. You know, they've got terraces there. Burton are obviously comfortable playing there. They play there every second week. Some players go there and freeze because they're just not used to the whole atmosphere of that it creates. So, yeah, it'll be an interesting one. I don't see why QPR can't go down there and win, but, you know, Burton will be looking at QPR as one of the teams they can be beating, especially at home. So it'll be a, an interesting game. As Phil said as well, it is kind of important that probably it's a must not lose you'd say for, for QPR to, to try and maintain that sort of buffer between themselves and the relegation zone yeah again if QPR don't want to be drawn into a relegation fight towards the end of the season they will also be looking at games like this thinking yeah we'll get a result out of someone like Burton away even though going away to Burton isn't an easy task but they'll be looking at it as well and thinking yeah we need to win this to keep that buffer zone to keep ourselves out of it because if they lose to Burton and they lose to Boat and whole teams around them, they, they can soon get dragged into it, regardless of how they play against the likes of Wolves and Sheffield United. So, Phil, we're in January at the moment. Do you expect much activity for, for, for QPR? Um, not not coming in, if I'm honest. Um, I, th- I think much has been made of the, um, the financial position of the club in terms of financial fair play. Um, so, I think in terms of players coming in, I think they're, they're looking for a striker. That's going to be something that they're going to be looking to address because, as I mentioned before, they just haven't got that um, that, that potent threat in the penalty area that they uh, that they need. It's um, whether they'll be able to get that for whatever budget they've got, or whether they can get that player on loan remains to be seen. But um, I think it would just be a striker that's coming in because Ian Holloway seems to be looking at his youth set up a lot more. Um, there's a few forwards and a few other players uh, coming through that uh, look quite promising, so I think he'll be keen to give them uh, an opportunity between now and the end of the season. So uh, I think it would just be an experienced striker who'd be coming in. Um, on, on the other side, I think there'll, there'll be quite a few leaving the club. It's um, it's a bit of a strange situation because, like Ryan said, it's it seems like a, a small squad at Loftus Road, but they've actually got one of the biggest squads in the league. It's just it just seems to be that Ian Holloway only trusts maybe 15, 16 of the players in his teams. So there's, there's a lot of senior players in there who are nowhere near that first team, and so I reckon there'll be a handful of people um, on on the way out the door, maybe, maybe five or six even, whether it be permanent or uh, just leaving on loan to, uh, to get them out of the club and, and off the wage bill ultimately. You say about there are some younger players at the club who, who might get a chance. I suppose it's difficult. To, you wouldn't expect them to be thrown into a game like like the weekend, would you? You'd expect that to sort of be later in the season if QPR have got themselves to a point where they haven't got the fear of being dragged back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, 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 I think this is exactly it. It's um, the, the the championship is the very much the, the bread and butter. They're the games that QPR need to be getting a victory in. And you'd have thought that maybe the game against MK Dons at the weekend was an ideal, um, an ideal opportunity to throw some of them in and see what they can do. Um, he hasn't chosen to do that, but he does still think highly of a lot of these uh, players. You've got like Aramide Ote, who's come in. Uh, you've got Eze, who's come back on loan from. Um, oh, sorry, he's, he's been on loan with, uh, with uh, Wickham Wanderers. Um, all players who are highly thought of, and he's keen to give them a chance. But uh, whether he'll whether he'll start them, he's. Um, I suppose he's, he's shown over recent weeks that he's happy to make those big decisions so that they may well get an opportunity and it might just be uh, 
a kind of game against Burton where one of these young players who comes on with, with no fear, they might be the players to uh, to make the difference in that kind of uh, cagey game. Well, you'll be there on Saturday, won't you, at the Brenny, and uh, hopefully for, for QPR fans it'll be uh, a positive result and uh, put the, the cup disappointment behind them. Um, we'll, we'll end it here for, for this week, and um, we'll be back next week with another Spirit of 67 podcast. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.